Mad Beef is kept going and growing by generous support from Skater HQ. Bill and the team have been heavily involved in the inline skating community since 1991 and continue to support competitions, skaters, and now a podcast. You can visit Skater HQ at one of their Sydney shops or shop online at skaterhq.com.au. Also, big thanks to our Patreon supporters. It really means a lot. If you want to become a patron of the podcast, find us on Patreon and pledge a monthly contribution. Even just $2 a month would be a huge encouragement. Hi, this is Mad Beef, the Australian Rollerblading Podcast. I'm Mikey Lynch, and in this episode, I want to catalogue all the different kinds of things I'm afraid of when I'm trying to skate and learn new things on skates. Sorry, it's been a delay of a week or so. Um, this is a hectic time of year for my work. I work as a pastor with university students, and so this is kind of the start of the university year, and so it's just things are really full and fast, and um, it's also a bunch of family birthdays fall at this time of year as well, you know, and so it's perfect storm a bit. Um, but coming up in the next month, I've got lined up a bunch of um, interviews that will be in the mix along with my sort of solo episodes. We're going to be chatting with Ian Smith again, and he's going to do some advanced trick tips, talking about advanced spinning flips, so bios and McTwists and beyond. So it's <laughs> a long way away from where I'm at with my skating, but for some of you out there, that's that's where you're at, that's what you're wanting to learn, and it will be fun even for the rest of us just to listen in on how these impossible tricks are made possible. Um, Looking forward to that. Ian really is great at breaking things down and uh, and not just doing but teaching, which is a great skill in itself. Um, uh, also coming up, we'll chat to Cesar again in a few weeks' time, and we're wanting to, uh, among other things, touch on um, a little bit of his experience of and, and take on Arlo Eisenberg's contribution to the sport in those early years of aggressive skating. Um, and then also Paul, um, I don't know how to say his surname, man, Kreutzer, Kreutzer uh, got in touch after the episode I did a few weeks ago about kind of hosting skate events and he wanted to um, share, you know, like less on the abstract level that that episode was on and more on the actual nitty-gritty level and share some of his lessons learned and hints and tips. So there's going to be a bunch of great stuff coming out soon, so stay tuned. Um, uh, but I thought the other day when I was skating, I was kind of contemplating how, you know, always one of the hurdles to overcome in skating is overcoming bad habits and bad instincts that come about uh, because you're afraid um, and fear makes you do things in a way that actually becomes an obstacle to do things properly and to do things well. Um, and I, you know, I touch on that along the way in other episodes, but I thought that'd just be kind of a funny episode to do on its own. Um, because I'm not, I feel like, right, you know, um, with learning any sort of thing, I think there's people who are naturals who just have this extra combination of genetic and dispositional factors that make them natural at things. Uh, and then there are people who can be good with a lot of work. Um, and naturals have to work a lot too, um, but they also have this kind of leg up. Um, and I think when it comes to skating, I'm not, I'm not far from a natural. Um, there's, there's things I have to practice a lot, uh, a lot <laughs> and still, um, you know, struggle with. Um, and definitely when it comes to fear, I feel, I feel like I know really, as I watch different people, kids, adults, to think back on my teenage years, there's different ways people 
feel about fear and approach fear and handle fear. Some people love it. They love things that make them afraid. They gravitate towards the thrill. Um, you know, the kind of person who loves the roller coaster and those crazy kind of show rides and um, loves the cliff jumps and the, the high diving boards. And so extreme sports just are part of the thrill-seeking. Uh, I'm not that. Um, so I'm not someone who part of what I love about skating is the roller coaster phenomenon, the cliff jump phenomenon, the thrill seek. Um, uh, I've, I've always been into various kinds of action sporty things, even like gymnastics and stuff. But um, but never like roller coasters and, and those kinds. Of, never really gotten off on fear and thrill and fright. Um, I think for me, rather than it being uh, wanting to find more and more complex, challenging ways to to face fear, fear is this obstacle I have to tolerate to do things I think look beautiful and awesome. You know, so I love the the look uh, of vert skating. I want to do that, but. <laughs> I'm so glad I'm past the point where the thought of dropping in was frightening. I mean, those early year or so after I dropped in on a vert ramp, still every time it was pretty scary dropping back in. And so, you know, I'd even put off going back and skating at the vert ramp because I didn't want to have to have that fear factor. Um, uh, that's I, I don't particularly like that side of things, whereas I think there are others who step into fear, who love it, who that's part of what they're seeking, who have a high threshold for it and really go at things that are uncertain. Um, yeah. So I think that's a, that's a, I hope this episode is, it'll sound like a bunch of excuses and to some extent it is, but it's also um, personal therapy. Thank you for listening as I kind of process this stuff and seek to overcome it by naming the fears, I guess. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, a bunch of the, the fears uh, that, that stop me from doing things or make me do things dumb to avoid the problem. You know, I'm pretty sure these are common to all skaters, you know. Um, I guess we don't want to be hurt. <laughs> I mean, even the person who embraces fear and maybe uh, embraces pain even and just sees that as a thing to push through, still you don't want to get hurt, do you? Um, how much more someone who's not such a fear junkie and a pain junkie, risk junkie, how much more than an older person for whom pain and injury can have bigger consequences. Here's the kind of list I can think of. Um, shins, banging my shins, missing a trick, um, sliding out and whacking my shins on coping on a rail, particularly I think grinding on a rail rather than a ledge where it feels like you can drop off either side, slide out, smack your shins. Oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah I'm really afraid I hurt my shins. And I think that can then lead to fear around um, not committing um, to rail tricks and real fear about um, transfers in the middle of grinding on a rail. Uh, I think that is part of my fear of top sides as well, is I'm um, sliding down and whacking my shin or just falling back into the ramp, whacking on my ankle, on my wrists and my knees, sliding out um, in awkward ways. Uh, I fear sliding out on royale tricks um, and coming down on a rail on my shoulder. I fear sliding out, uh, sticking on far from even Nugent tricks or even royale tricks on ledges 
sticking and flying forward and kind of face into a ramp. Um, I'm afraid doing Mizu tricks and fish brain tricks and Makio tricks on transitions that the open stance, uh, I'll miss it and then I'll, I'll fall backwards into the ramp and whack my hip against the ramp. Um, <laughs> um, I'm afraid of uh, sweat stance tricks on transition copings, um, sliding out and falling backwards and whacking the back of my head. Uh, <laughs> so much fear, isn't it? Um, I'm afraid, when I, I'm not anymore, but when I first dropped in on vert ramps, I was afraid that I just somehow, the you'd, I, how do I not fall forward and just smash my teeth on the ramp? <laughs> I'm still afraid to some extent in airing on a vert ramp that I'll pop out and just land down, whack on the flat, or clip my toes and fall forward and smash my face on the ramp. Um, uh, flips, even as a teenager, um, uh, you know, learning uh, backwards handsprings and um, uh, backflips. The thought of doing that stuff off a diving board or off a jetty or off some kind of ledge, um, I always had, and I still get this when I watch diving at the Olympics, the fear that I'd flip around and not have a trajectory backwards and so would flip around and hit my head or my face or something on the actual platform I was flipping off. That always was this psychological fear. And yet the completely contradictory, irrational fear was on trampolines, I would bounce right off and miss the trampoline entirely. Or the front front flip or a barani on a trampoline, I'd miss the trampoline entirely and land in the springs. So I think I bring that into then uh, skating, this fear that I won't clear in the back flip, won't, won't clear whatever surface I'm skating in on, or the fear that I'll... Um, I'll overshoot a front flip in a Barani and fly out into the flat of the ramp rather than landing back on the transition. Um, uh, particularly on transitions and especially on vert ramps, a lot of fear around coping stability that somehow I'll uh, miss a sole grind, put the sole foot on the platform, slide out and then fall down head first down into the ramp or um, uh, get one foot right but the other foot not right you know between channel one and two instead of three or four on my skates and and lose balance and fall back into the ramp so real fear about solid stalling um, uh, and grind positions on the coping uh, <laughs> with royales and front sides on the coping uh, because I naturally turn clockwise so turn to my right uh, but I grind, um, I front side grind with leading with my left foot. So I kind of, in a sense, turn that 90 degrees onto a front side grind, turning unnatural. Um, but then the natural way to get out of that grind would be turning kind of, in a sense, away from the direction of the grind. So I'd be grinding from right to left, leading with my left foot on a front side on a coping. But then my most natural entry exit point would be actually to be turning clockwise. Uh, if you like, against, you know, kind of alley-oop against the, the, the direction of the grind. I fear that my feet will slide out as I jump out of the grind and I'll sort of fall out sideways and fall back down into the ramp. I fear with uh, hand plants uh, that my feet will clip on the way back in or I'll overbalance uh, over my back and flip down backwards onto the ramp. Um, with front side grinds as well, I fear that I won't make the exit point from it and I'll just overbalance backwards, fall back into the ramp. So many layers of fear, aren't there? Because <laughs> um, I've got a bad knee, uh, my right knee is bad, I really do fear landing 
twisted on that or awkwardly on that and popping out that knee and making doing serious damage there. So many layers of fear. Um, and, and I think in all of that, like, what I've kind of learned to have to keep working at is to really um, listen when people see me skate and are helping teach me to skate, listen to when they point out to me a bad habit I've gotten into. Often that bad habit is connected to fear. And so to then just realize this is this thing I need to unlearn, which actually makes me safer. That's a big thing, being open to having a bad hat pointed out to me and realise unlearning it will make me safer. That's definitely a key thing. Um, uh, secondly, sometimes sometimes breaking down a trick um, so that you see that there are ways out, you know, a hand plant that where you skid out on your knees, um, being comfortable falling in a vert ramp, being comfortable sort of sliding out of a grind trick on a coping and realising there's exit um, strategies. Uh you know, often realising that actually your instinct is to stay as tall as you can to not commit to a trick, but actually you're more vulnerable if you're standing tall on a grind trick than if you crouch down, in which case you can just sort of grab the rail and come out of it. Um, uh, and then on the other hand going, there are some of these things where there's no shortcut to it. Uh, you've just got to face the fear. Dropping in on a vert ramp in the end, you've got to face the fear. Going for your first invert or your first air or pumping harder and airing higher. There are, there are foundational things that could put you in place. Committing to a topside sole or a sweat stance, you've just got to commit to it um, and then succeed or fail and realise the fall wasn't as bad as you thought and lock and lock until you succeed. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so I don't know. I, I, I guess it's just... Uh, that's that's the pain. Sometimes I hate it. I hate the fear, almost the pre-rational fear that that just gets in the way of skating confidence and commitment. Um, but what can I do except keep on practicing, keep on doing more and more of it, keep on getting building the basics and, and pushing through those fear points uh, and getting better. Thanks for listening at my. Um, <laughs> to my catalogue. I wonder if you can relate to any of these and if you any have any hot tips on overcoming the fear factor. Till next time. Bye. Mad Beef Rollerblading Podcast is produced by Mikey Lynch. Theme music by Edifice Architect. You can subscribe to us on SoundCloud, iTunes and Stitcher and get in touch with us on our Facebook page. Mad Beef is supported by Skater HQ. You can find them online at skaterhq.com.au we are also supported by our growing number of Patreon patrons. To support the podcast, find us on Patreon. Even just $2 a month, every little bit helps.